we go for the New Year's week. Let's go. Welcome to the Fat to Fit or Else podcast. Yep. Where we talk about fitness, food, motivation, and general angry rants from the fat man himself, hey, Stretch Roberts. Sensitive. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. I said I'm Here is your host, Stretch. I'll fire that guy. Mr. AI guy's going to get fired. British AI guy. You're getting fired. Ah, man. Uh, lots to talk about on this week. It is hump day already because Monday was Christmas. Hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas. I did and did not. We'll get into that in a bit. But we have got shocking and alarming news that I posted on Instagram yesterday. And I will address that right out of the box. I have this show, Fat to Fit or Else, to hold myself accountable. And I have really taken my eye off the ball since uh, Thanksgiving and not been 100% on my diet. And then the last week, I've really been slacking up here and there. And then on Christmas Day, I just went all in. But I said I was going to do that. I knew I was going to go in. But one thing I did over the last four or five days, I did not weigh myself. And I am religious. I get up in the morning. I go to the bathroom. I take off all of my clothes and let my wee-wee dangle. And I jump on the scales. And voila! I see what I weigh. And then I get in the shower and get on with my day. That's my ritual every single day. And I haven't done that. I decided, you know what? It's Christmas. I don't want to be the psycho that's like, I'm on a diet. I'm on this. I'm on that. I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not training for a competition. I'm just holding myself accountable with this stupid podcast and uh, a thing I have invented called Fat to Fit or Else. And so far, so good. I was at right around Thanksgiving. I was maybe a little after. I was right at 19 pounds down. I was so excited. I was about to hit that 20-pound goal. Well, that never came. And then I gained and I gained and I gained. And I weighed in yesterday at 285. That is less than, that's nine pounds from the start and up 10 pounds from uh, Thanksgiving time. So that's a lot of weight I have gained. I know I have adjusted medications. Now I'm on testosterone. That's going to make me gain weight as well. I'm doing the test, by the way. Got all that squared away about a day or two before Christmas. So the TRT is on and popping. People, TRT's weird. I could go down that rabbit hole with you. I will. I will address it. TRT, I've done it before, but uh, this is given to me by a doctor. I've got no hormones, none at all. It's typically when a man's body doesn't produce testosterone, they produce uh, a lot of estrogen and you start growing uh, girl boobs and weird stuff starts happening to your body. Well, that's not the case. My body has, I'm not kidding, zero testosterone, zero estrogen, zero vitamin D. All of those are now, well, except for estrogen, which I don't need, are being massively supplemented in my body to get me to a a function of normal. And really the thing that I noticed the most on TRT is I'm already, and, and you can look, you know what's funny? I saw a great interview this week. I don't know the guy's name, but it's a show on Amazon called Reacher. It's that big buff dude, and he's like a military guy, and he beats the shit out of people, but he's super buffed. And I saw an interview with him where he said he got hired for that part, and he's he's only 6'3". He looks huge on camera, but most actors are little. My son would be Andre the effing giant of actors, but uh, he's a big buff dude. So he's 6'3", and, and buffed as hell. He said when he got hired... 
He was only like 205 or whatever, which is skinny. And they told him he couldn't come to set until he reported in at 235. So he went home and he said he trained himself and he got super buffed by himself. No trainer, no coach, no nothing. He hyper-focused and did his thing, which I call bullshit on. Let's call big, old, screaming bullshit on that. You don't gain 35 pounds of muscle or 30 pounds of muscle in a matter of months before you take I'm sorry, you don't. Without steroids, you could with uh, TRT and a bunch of other stuff. Without gear, they call it gear, and there's a reason they call it gear, because you need gear to really get gains, especially if you're going to do it quickly. You look at people, there's some people I follow on social media right now who have trained for 10 or 15 years, and they're ripped but not huge, and you know what? They're natties. They're running natural. But everyone who takes uh, TRT, which is testosterone replacement therapy, who is a male, they claim to be natural. Like, no, I'm natural. It's, it's, it's just replacement therapy. And my doctor has long told me, he's like, you hit menopause. Your body stopped producing hormones. Just like women have, have uh, uh, menopause, there's menopause. And men go through it too. You don't have hot flashes and stuff, but you stop producing testosterone. You stop producing, in my case, estrogen, testosterone, and vitamin D3. And that's an issue. You need all of those things. So it's better to regulate them. The, the biggest thing I've ever noticed on it is your... Uh, <laughs> your your libido shoots to the roof. You get horny as hell because you've got testosterone like you're a 20-year-old person. Also, another problem for me taking testosterone, where I really got to be careful, we're on a low dose. I'm doing 0.75 a week. And just for for purposes, that's a replacement therapy. That's a true testosterone replacement therapy. Um, When you get bodybuilders, they'll take one milliliter so i'm taking less than one milliliter i'm taking 0.750 milliliters and they take one milliliter a day seven days a week so they would take what i take yeah they, they, i'm not even saying that mine would even register i'm not even a one day's dose my my weekly dose is not what they would is less than they would take in a day and they'll take that seven days a week and that's abuse of it. And that's when it becomes tro- totally a uh, <laughs> a, a freaking um, PED is what that is. That's a performance enhancing drug. And it's performance enhancing. My doctor has already warned me. Big problem. Uh, you've already got issues with your rotator cuff. And that's the number one injury of dudes on TRT. Now, know this. I have never shied away from and never uh, not addressed that I, as a young man, took steroids, voluntarily went, got them because I wanted to be jack and huge and F people up. And I did all that as a young man in my late teens, early 20s. And that also, according to my doctor, could be what my problem is because when you get on all kinds of crap like that, your body will regulate, oh, crap, well, there's too much hormone here, and your body will stop producing it. Another thing on testo- uh, TRT, your balls will start shriveling. Your balls will shrink. People say, your dick shrinks. No, your dick is fine. Your balls will shrink, though. No joke, because they're no longer producing any testosterone. They shut down because they're like, holy crap, there's a lot of testosterone in here. So the little dudes become littler dudes because they stop making, uh, you know, male hormone. That's their job. And they don't have a job anymore because you, you've replaced them with a highly functional science uh, project that you inject into your butt cheek once a week. 
or every single day if you're uh, doing that. So that will, here's what's weird about that. I, I could hold a little water on it, but it should make me gain muscle. The muscle burns fat, which should help. So I might gain some muscle, but I should also burn some more fat more efficiently as I get rolling up on the TRT. So TRT is in the uh, arsenal now, and we're taking it. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm up 10 pounds. I told you guys I have been gassing the hell out of creatine, two kinds. I take a pill at night, and then after I work out every day, I take a powdered supplement, which is delicious fruit punch flavor. I really like it. And that is that. But 10-pound gain in the last two to three weeks is absolutely unacceptable in fat assery world, and I am having none of it. My goal this week, and I am throwing the gauntlet down, it is five pounds, and I weighed in today at 285 pounds. I have got to be down to 280 pounds by next Tuesday. So next Tuesday to get to 280 pounds, and then I'll be fine because then I'll be like, all right, I'm knocking it to 270s again, and I'll get right back on the horse, and I will ride that bitch. And I know my metabolism is better now, and I know that. Also, uh, I got a weird on Friday. <laughs> we're gonna this podcast is gonna devolve, and you guys are gonna feel bad for me, and I don't want you to. But on Friday, I did not go work out. It was the last Friday, but going into the Christmas weekend. I go to the gym every night after work, and I was like, you know, and I told my wife, hey, I'm never home. I'm going to come straight home after work, so uh, I'll make dinner, and we can, you know, hang out. She's like, whatever. So I come home, and when I get home, my wife and my daughter are not home, and they don't get home until about 10 o'clock. At some point, I text her and say, I should have went to the gym. I came home to spend time with you guys, and you're not here. And she's like, I but I'm like, all right, fine. So... Friday, I screwed up. Then Saturday, I really got like a stomach thing going on. I was not feeling. I woke up at about 5.30 in the morning. I don't sleep anymore because of the shoulder injury. It is getting worse. I will wake up and just pain, can't sleep. So I got up and was sick, like like bad stomach sick and felt like I was going to throw up and everything. And it was it was bad. Then I... Went back to sleep and got some sleep. I actually slept until 11 a.m., which is an unheard of for me. And that I, I felt a lot better then. And then I was okay. Even Christmas Eve, I had didn't eat much. And then I had dinner at my in-law's house, and I was fine after that. But I really only ate the meat and the bread. That was it. By the way, here's a real... Uh, I can say this. No one in my family uh, gives two flying Fs about anything that I do, so no one listens to the podcast or anything that I do, but uh, we had mac and cheese at my in-laws on Christmas Eve, because they're Latin, they do it on Christmas Eve. <laughs> it had a shitload of onions in it. I about gagged. Do you put onions in mac and cheese? If so, you're a communist. You should leave America immediately and head back to China or Russia where you belong. Who puts effing onions in mac and cheese? It's unheard of. I was like, oh, and I got, I loaded up. I was like, sweet, because typically at my in-laws, they don't do, for the most part, uh, they're South American and Central American. My mother-in-law's from El Salvador. My father-in-law's from Peru. And they don't do their traditional foods. Now, my mother-in-law will do 
uh, El Salvadorian tamales, which I do not like. I do not like. I do not like. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam I am. I like Mexican tamales. You know, I grew up in Downey eating Mexican food, and I love Mexican food, and Mexican tamales are delicious. Not a fan of El Salvadorian tamales. They are very, very different. I'm sure if you're in El Salvo, you are highly offended right now, and you're like, hey, F you, estrange. That's effed up, eh? Effer. What's up, dog? You don't like the tamales? That's, that's racist. I just did a racist racist humor right there. But, you you know, you got your shaved head and your number 13 tattooed on yourself. You're a Salvadorian. You might be offended right now. I apologize. I don't mean anything by it. I just don't like your tamales. So, anyway. <laughs> anyway. They have those. That's the only uh, traditional food that they have uh, at Christmas. And they do it on Christmas Eve. And then it's, you know, typically ham. But uh, prime rib, we had prime rib, and it was delicious. Prime rib was excellent. And everything was good. All the food's always good. But for some reason, man, someone served up mac and cheese loaded with tomorrow. And I will give you this. It wasn't my my mother-in-law didn't do it. It was my sister-in-law that did it. And she's white. My sister-in-law is a white girl from Bakersfield, straight up out of Baco. She put onions in the mac and cheese. What kind of trailer trash white girl from Bakersfield loads up the freaking mac and cheese with onions? Oh, my God. It was like, I bit into one and I was like, that was like, that's an onion. And I'm like, nah, it can't be. I'm like, maybe there were, it got next to something else, one of the casseroles that I don't eat. And man, you know, it's fine. I've been another way. I <laughs> God, it was effing gross. I was horribly offended. I take my white trash uh, comfort food very seriously. And I can tell you this, do not ever, 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 you pinko commie, ever put onions in mac and cheese. No, no, no. You put a little garlic in there. I'm not uh, I'm not against that. Nice for the flavor, but no onions. You do not put onions in there. No, no. You can put onion powder. You can season with that. That'd probably be good, but not actual onions. Anyway, so that was on Christmas Eve. But I uh, had a great time with my in-laws, and <laughs> my that was fun on Christmas Eve. And I felt fine, and I, I just really ate the prime rib, uh, tasted the mac and cheese, and then had some rolls, and that was it. So wasn't bad. And then on Christmas, I went to my parents' house, and we had redneck palooza. Like, it was on and popping. Here is, because we go in the morning to my parents' house, and we had, I'm not exaggerating, we had probably five or six pounds of bacon, uh, a spicy patty sausage, and a non-spicy patty sausage, homemade biscuits up the wazoo, two different types of homemade gravy, chicken fried steak, uh, some roasted pork, and we also had these steak things that were fried. I didn't know what the hell they were, to be honest with you. They weren't breaded. And hash browns and waffles and pancakes and scrambled eggs. I think that's all that was on the table. But insane quantities of all of it. But now you're dealing with, uh, so it's my mom and dad, myself, my brother, my brother's two kids, my two kids, and our wife. So that, that's a lot of people there. <coughs> and uh, my one niece is married and her husband is there. So it's a lot of people eating. And you know, my son and I are huge, and my my uh, niece's husband is the size of uh, Duke and I. He's a big guy too, so we got some big eaters there, and we put it down, and that was fun. But I hadn't eaten like that. I hadn't eaten. I ate the 
freaking Cracker Barrel a week or so ago, but that was it, and that wasn't an absolute gluttony. I ate, ordered a plate. I ate it at my parents' house. I kept eating and eating and eating and eating, and oh, I made my peanut butter pie too, and made everyone eat it. It was like force eating it. Eat my pie. Eat eat this pie. You'll like this pie. It's got no sugar. Eat my pie. So I forced it on everyone, and that was fun to do. But uh, then we had Christmas, and, and that was awesome. Loved Christmas and my parents. Loved being with my entire family like that. Very rarely that we all get together. It's only Thanksgiving and Christmas that we get the entire family together. And typically, somebody will miss one of them. This year, we had everybody. It was cool to have a Christmas where we had both of my nieces, both of my kids there. The whole clan was there. So it was it was really awesome, and it was a great Christmas there. But now let's get to Christmas at my house. I, I say this, and people don't believe it. I always say, my wife hates Christmas. And I think I've been wrong the whole time I've been saying that. And I've been saying that forever. If you listen to me on the Jack and Stretch podcast, or even uh, with uh, Jamie Jack and Stanch or Jamie and Danny, all these years, we would always talk about, uh, my wife hates Christmas. <laughs> and that's not true. My wife hates me. We've talked about that. She hates me. Like, with a passion, she hates me. Like, it's insane. And... I'm so pissed at her right now. I'm not speaking to her and haven't spoken to her from waking up. Here is what happened. She was fine or as fine as she can be on Christmas Eve because that was her family. So we went there and I told them all Friday, hey, we're getting up at eight o'clock doing Christmas at our house. And then at nine o'clock, we have to be on the road to get to my parents' house by 10. Everyone's meeting there at 10. We're having breakfast and then we're doing gifts and hanging out at my parents' house. That's what we're doing. I have no other plans that matter other than that. That's incredibly important to me. And I love Christmas. I don't know if you guys know, I love Christmas. I've always loved Christmas. It's my favorite day of the year. And I love the whole season and I love everything about it. I don't like Christmas when I'm totally broke and can't get presents. But this year I'm back at my old job, which is a lot better than working for LMU, which paid dog shit. And it's nice to be able to buy presents again, and I was able to do a pretty good run. I was proud of myself and happy, and I spent time, and I picked out presents for everyone. I, for everyone. I, I individually picked their presents. And except for my nieces, my brother's family, I just give them money every year. It's easier, and that's how that goes. And they give me money every year, so it's it's sweet. But I, I, other than that, everyone else, I pick out presents, my kids, my wife, my parents, I pick out presents for them individually that I think they will like, and I buy through them. We know what happens when you buy someone a present, you hope they like it, and you want to give it to them. There's a joy in giving someone a gift, and them going, oh, wow, this is great, thank you. That's all you want. You know what? You don't have to be like, this is the greatest. I mean, it's cool if someone absolutely loves something you gave them, and you hit it out of the park, but just like, oh, this is cool, thank you. That's all you want. Do you know? I've been with my wife now, my daughter's 20, been with my wife about 26 or 27 years. Do you know that has never, ever happened one time in our relationship, ever? And I bought her some good stuff. There's been some great years. I mean, talking, if I buy her like diamonds and stuff, I bought her things that have cost thousands of dollars back in the days of radio money. Thousands of dollars. And then she would throw a hissy fit and tell me, 
I'm an idiot. I spent too much money. Why would you do that? Like, I like this is way too expensive. You could have put the money into a college fund. Like, crap like that. That's the response you get when you would buy her something nice, and then it ruins it. And you're like, oh, and then, of course, oh, but I like it, and I'm going to keep it. Oh, okay, great. You just shit all over it, and now, oh, but I, I'm going to keep it. Well, uh, this year, I'll tell you everything I bought her. One thing I bought her was uh, more for me after my car was in the accident and I got hosed. I got her a dashboard, uh, front and rear dashboard cam. Not a romantic gift at all, but something practical. And and I was pretty sure she was not going to like that and take that as a slam on her driving. And it wasn't. It was so you don't get screwed over like I did after my car got hit by the old lady who then claimed she didn't do it. And now they're like, you fix your car, we'll fix your car. Go to that for yourself. And it cost me 2500 bucks out of my pocket. But anyway, I digress. So I got her that. I knew she, I knew she, eh. but one thing I, I like to do, I want everyone to have, it sucks to open one present on Christmas. Like, really? Like, I want to, I don't care if it's 10 cheap things, I want to get 10 cheap things. One of the things I got my wife was a keychain with German Shepherd keychain. And, so I got her that. Like, that cost nothing. It was nothing. But I wrapped it. Um, and then I got her. Remember, my wife played soccer at UCLA and is a big soccer head and loves soccer and swears she wants to be healthy and work out now and da-da-da-da-da. I found this thing where it's like a – imagine it's like a Peloton but of a ball. And you can download apps, and then you can do like a workout with a soccer ball. I go, she might like this. She might hate it. But it's anything I get her, she might. I, I go, so I'll get her that. And I got her that. And then uh, we got her a new pair of pajamas, which were Kate Spade. She loves Kate Spade stuff. And then I got her a $500 Kate Spade purse. That's a very expensive, nice bag. Now, granted, I got it uh, on sale for cheaper than $500, but the retail on this bag is $495. So, and it's cool. And I actually had my daughter pick it out and we're good. So I got her that. Well, she starts unwrapping and she takes a keychain and it's like, this is cheap. Boom. Throws it on the ground. Literally done. Next up the dash cam. Why did you get me this? You're an asshole. Why did you get me this? Uh, and I explained to her, same thing I explained to you, uh, literally was offended and pissed and threw that on the floor. She didn't open the pajamas, which she thought were from me that were from my daughter, looked at them and just dropped them on the floor, didn't say a word. Then she opens uh, the soccer ball, and she's like, I don't get this. This is stupid. You bought me a soccer ball. And I go, well, it's I go, kind of like Peloton in a way, and you could work out with it or whatever. Why would you buy me this? This is stupid. And then drops it. Then last thing left, she has a $500 Kate Spade, and pretty much all of her purses are Kate Spade. It's her favorite designer I'm aware of that, and I have bought her many of those bags. She opens it. Why would you get me this? I'm like, you love Kate Spade. It's the only thing you you use. Yeah, but I have, and it, this was a big bag, but it had straps on it to where it could be used as a backpack or a bag, and the straps just literally clamp on, clamp off, and it's pretty cool, and she didn't have a bigger bag, and it's black, and this is what she likes, and she's like, this is stupid. I already have a backpack bag. Why did you have the receipt? And I was like, all right, strike five. I guess I'm out. And I was thoroughly pissed. And she was, that was it. And then she was being such a C-bomb to me because 
She stayed up really late on Christmas Eve. And my wife's like in bed by nine o'clock every night. But on Christmas Eve, for some reason, she stayed up till two or three in the morning, knowing we had to get up at eight o'clock. Then I got up at 740 to let the dogs out. And my daughter got up about 745. And then at 815, I woke my wife up to which she lost her mind telling me that I am a fag because I love Christmas and this is stupid and there's no reason for her to be up this early. And I'm like, really? You don't understand that we have to get to my parents' house is why we're getting up. I've told you that. You're a giant fag. No, I've never seen a man that loves Christmas before. This is stupid. Let me sleep. And I'm like, we have to go in 45 minutes. I thought we were going to open presents before we went because we always do. Hissy bitch fit and just... By the time it was done, I was in such a funk. I didn't speak to her all the way there in the car ride. But also, that's another thing. When she gets in the car, I have to sleep. Can't listen to Christmas music. Can't talk. My daughter ends up putting her her earbuds in and just listening to her own music. And I just drive for the 40 minutes to my parents' house. And she doesn't speak to anyone and sits there. And then, of course, when we pull up in front of the house, she says, I want to go to Starbucks. Don't go inside. I'm just like... Gonna murder her. Gonna murder her, gonna murder her, gonna murder her. And that was my Christmas. She absolutely ruined my Christmas. Ruined it. And then guess what happened at about 11 o'clock on uh, Christmas night? I'm already in bed because remember, I was back at work today and I got to get up at 6 to go to work. So I get get up and there's a text. Oh, I changed my mind. Uh, I'm sorry. I was in a bad mood. I really like the pajamas and the purse. The phone, the camera thing is stupid. And I still don't know. I still don't get that. And the soccer ball, whatever. But I like the bag now. And I like this. And I'm like, I even respond because the answer is too late. You can't shit on every gift someone gives you and then turn around and like it. But I told you guys this on the last podcast that she will hate a present I got her. Then one of her friends will come over and be like, oh my God, that's so cool. And then she's like, oh, I like that. I'm going to keep it. And I'm like, really? And then here for the record, when I, when I, so at least I tried, maybe I was bad. Maybe I'm not good at picking out gifts, but she could have faked it and just been like, yeah, I like that. Or, oh, you know what? I, I want to get another color because my other bag is black. Will you give me the receipt? I would have, I don't care. I know she's going to take everything back. And she hates everything I give her. But I try. I seriously try. And I'm done trying. My new rule is moving forward. She is no longer uh, going to be allowed at Christmas. Next year, Christmas is this. I'm going to wake up right when I need to leave. I'm going to take my daughter, go to my parents' house. I'm going to do Christmas with my family on my schedule because Christmas is my day. We do Christmas Eve at her family. And then when we're done, I'll come home and we can open presents and she can be out of bed with her grumpy ass and she can hate whatever present. And the new rule on presents for her, if she doesn't write a list of exactly what she wants, she doesn't get anything. She needs to tell me, I need a size 9 shoe white Nike Air Jordans. Like, I want everything spelled out or she's not getting anything. I'm never buying her another present again as long as I live. I'm not. Like, I'll get her flowers or something like that, but I'm not getting her any more presents. I'm just, it, you. how many times can you just get bitch slapped in the face just trying to be nice? How many times? Like, this is 27 years of this. She effed up our wedding engagement. She cried. Did you ask my dad? No, I'm not marrying your dad. I'm asking you. Then we'll go talk to your parents. 
No, I can't, bald, cried. We left a suite at the Ritz to go sit in her parents' living room. And then they were fine with it, of course, and then ruined the night. She ruins every big night of my life, my daughter's life, of all of our lives, because I think she finds great joy in it. So I no longer think she hates Christmas. I think she just hates me. And by the way, she brings my daughter down on collateral damage because my daughter picked out her pajamas. My daughter picked out the main present. I didn't tell her that. Maybe my daughter told her that later in the night, and then that's why she backpedaled on it. But I don't know. And then she calls me today. Oh, I'm sorry about yesterday. I was in a bad mood because I stayed up really late. Well, guess what? F you. Go F yourself. I don't care. Stay up late and shove dildos up your ass for all I care because I don't give a fuck. I told you what time we were getting up. I told you what time we were leaving. I don't do that at her parents. I'm incredibly respected, but I'm not an asshole. Well, I am an asshole, but not to our family. Typically, I'm nice to people in my family, and her family is part of my family, and I would never disrespect her parents or do anything like that. She wasn't awful, but my mom did say, what was wrong with her? She seemed like she's in a bad mood. I guess she was in a real bad mood. You know, we had a huge fight before we got there. She also knocked over the Christmas tree, but that was funny, at my house. Before we left, I told you guys the fun story that a rat got into the Christmas supplies, and there were ate a chocolate bar. It was effing disgusting. And after that, I I put out four rat traps around the back of our Christmas tree. And I wasn't worried about the dogs getting into them because we had so many presents that you couldn't get back there to where they were. Only the rat could get back there. So we were fine. And I left them back there just to be safe until Christmas. Well, Christmas morning, we open all the presents. The presents are now all gone. Everything's moved out from the tree. And what's the first thing that happens the second all the presents are gone? blind-ass pug just goes walking behind the tree right next to my wife, and I'm like, get him, get him, get him. There's rat traps back there. She stands up, jumps behind the tree, and just shoves the Christmas tree over to grab the dog. The dog does not step into the rat trap, but she knocked the Christmas tree over on Christmas morning. That was joy. Of course, she blamed me because I put rat traps back there. I'm like, yeah, because you left the door open, and we got a rat in the house. I come home. My wife is home. And she leaves uh, the doors open, screen shut. Well, rats at this bullshit neighborhood I live in, it is rat infested, eat the rubber out from around your screen doors, and then they'll walk right in the house. They can come right in the house. And I always tell her, never, ever, ever leave the doors open. Keep the doors closed because the screens will not keep rats out. They have eaten the rubber out and they will come in. Yeah. She doesn't listen, and every day I come home, so I'm, I know that's how it got in the house. There's no windows open or anything, or and we had an expert come and seal the house for rats. The only way that rat got in the house was through an open front door. In fact, I came home one day, and not only was the screen open, but the door was open onto our back deck, and she was nowhere around. The door and the screen were just wide open. I was like, did somebody break into the house? What happened? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I was bringing laundry out about an hour ago, and I must not have closed the door. Oh, okay, you know we got a rat problem? FYI, oh, if you're wanting to know what she bought me, I like watches, but uh, here's a fun one. She bought me a watch, uh, Invitica watch. She's bought me, a uh, matter of fact, I thought it was the same exact one that she bought me last year. She bought me one last year. I think these are cheap because she gets, she buys, keeps buying me this one and she's cheap. And... It doesn't even work. It has a dead... She bought me a watch with a dead battery. Like, you didn't even give it shit enough to 
look at the goddamn thing to see that the that the second hand was ticking. She gave me a watch with a dead battery that I just threw because I'm not ever gonna wear it. I'm not gonna. Typically, when my watches when their battery goes out, I I never wear them again. I put them in a box and I never pull them out again because I've got so many watches. And right now, uh, since I started Fat to Fit or else. I only wear my smartwatch that I have. I really like my smartwatch. It takes my blood pressure and does all that stuff. That's the only thing that I wear since I started Fat to Fit or else. So uh, there is that. But anyway, so I never worked out because I didn't feel well. And then on uh, Tuesday, which is tonight, but, but as you hear this, it will be last night, I didn't go to the gym after work because my, man, it was, I almost called to tell like the bosses, hey, I'm here, but I need to go home. My stomach was just in pain all day yesterday at work. I was not in a good mood. I'm still pissed at my wife, which has got me in a funk, but my stomach was hurting, and I was not feeling it, but I toughed it out. I made it home. Hopefully, I'll get back to the gym tomorrow. My other problem is now my wife is out of town, which is not a problem, which is a joy to the effing world. The Lord has come. She went to Laguna with my daughter. I do not get any time off of work, so they're off for a few days. It's a vacation for me not to have them here because I don't have to listen to her. I don't have to hear her. I don't have to cook or do anything for them. I'm happy they're they're gone, and uh, I am joyous. So that is my <laughs> my thing. But so, Miss, I hate all my presents. I throw them eight hour, eight, nine, ten hours later. Oh no, I like this one and this one. They're okay. Yeah, sorry, I was I was in a bad mood. Yeah, well, guess what? Go fuck yourself because. Uh, you know, everybody gets in a bad mood and you could at least have some respect, especially since you gave me a broken watch. You gave me a broken watch. You gave me a watch that doesn't work. Have you ever bought someone a watch that doesn't work? Because I have not. I would always look and be like, oh, oh, this was not working. I better get another one. But, oh, and you guess what else she gave me? She also gave me a basket. I'm not kidding. With a coffee mug in it that says happy holidays. And it has... Uh, three coffee pods and three pieces of chocolate. It was like a gift set. She's famous for buying 30 blankets and just giving them away. And then we'll give one to me too. Like I'm just, oh, you're neighbor number two. Like, here you go. Like I got one of those gifts. So I got that and a watch that doesn't work. Haven't told her the watch doesn't work. But then again, I'm not an asshole. Like I could take it and have a battery put in it, but it's like, wait a minute. I'm gonna have to pay 25 bucks for a gift you gave me to get it to work. That's bullshit. I'm just going to put it in a box and never wear it. But uh, she has one. I have another one that's like two years old that she gave me that looks almost the exact same watch. And I mean, it's really, really close. And it still works. The battery on that one's work. I've never changed the battery on that one. I don't change batteries. I do not. I'm not kidding. I have a watch that's thousands of dollars in my jewelry box that's got a dead battery that I just never brought in to get the battery replaced. <laughs> so that was my Christmas. Sorry to go off on a rant, but the fat to fit or else part of the show today, I can tell you I've got to lose five pounds by next Tuesday. And I was good today. I mean, my lunch at work, I even had to eat outside because I have a rule at work. If you heat fish in the microwave, you're a douchebag. We have outdoor microwaves at work. So I'm like, all right, go outside and use those. And that's what I did. I, I got fish with rice. And I have it again tomorrow. I meal prepped a little bit this week. 
and I will eat outside on the patio. I will throw it in the microwave out of the patio so I don't disturb anyone else, and I will eat that, and that was it. That was all I had for lunch. I had a protein bar earlier in the day, a protein shake, and for dinner I had some plain oatmeal when I got home because I wanted something mellow because my stomach was hurting so bad. But that is uh, what has happened. That is where we are. Don't forget the new Black Spiras are out. They're up on the website, spira.com. Go check those out and get the black ones or the black and white ones. Uh, use Fit10 at checkout and you will get a 10% discount and they'll know you came from fat to fit or else. I hope you guys had a better Christmas than I did. Uh, my daughter liked her presents I got her. My son really liked the presents I got him. My son, by the way, I'm going to call a company out right now. Uh, I told you guys I only wear my smartwatch, which I love my smartwatch. It's really, really big, and when you charge it, it lasts for about 18 days on a charge, and it is, you can hit it with a hammer, you can put it under water, and it's a smartwatch. It's it's uh, like a, you know, like an Apple Watch, but it, big ass thing, and it does more than the Apple Watch, plus it does your blood pressure, and I really like this watch when I got it, and I bought one for myself, and my son liked it, and he said he didn't want to get the Apple Watch because it looked too small and dainty, and, and he liked it. So I go, cool, I'll get him one for Christmas. And it's it's, it's semi-expensive. So I got it for him, and that's the one I ordered it on Black Friday, and it arrived at my house today. Today, as I record this right now, is December the 26th. So November 28th, it was ordered and paid for. They said it would arrive when I called and ripped them a new one. Last week, like, where the F is my watch, MFers? They're like, oh, it'll be there by the 28th, and then it showed up today. Like, I don't know what they did, but I'm not even going to give you the name of the place because now I don't want anyone going there. It should not take a month for something that was shipped or ordered in November. Like, they were not ready for the holidays, or they just effed up, and they effed with the wrong guy because I got a podcast, bitch. I tell people all over the world, don't buy that smartwatch, those MFers. Buy an Apple Watch. That's what you need to buy. You need a smartwatch? Buy an Apple Watch. Fuck these guys. I'm mad at the world now. But I got the watch. That came today. So at some point when my wife is gone, I will hook back up with my son and give him his present. By the way, one thing I did too, and I'm dogging my wife on the present she got me. It's only a dog because it's broken. But she's not working right now. So she would have got me anything I would have understood. In fact, I told my son he was forbidden from getting me a present this year because he didn't work in eight months. He was on the, an actor on actor strike. He, he had no job. I'm like, yeah, last thing you need to be doing is buying Christmas presents. So don't buy me anything. And I know I'm like, I know it sucks, but don't worry about it. I'll get you presents. Don't get me anything and we'll be fine. So that is it. But I'm going to go see him and give him his uh, watch here at the uh, end of the week. He will get that. But that is it. I'm getting out of here. God, I'm overtime. I'm going almost 40 minutes. I was ranting. My wife pissed me off big time. I should just divorce her, I think. I think I should just divorce her. I could get a girlfriend. I'm starting to slim down and look good again. I will get a new girlfriend and ditch my wife. That is my new plan for 2024. That is my New Year's resolution. Uh, coming up on the next pod, uh, we will cover New Year's resolutions. I'll try to get one in on Friday for a bonus pod. And it'll, I'll tell you why New Year's resolutions fail. And I will tell you uh, how you can make them stick. And there's some good tips on that because a lot of people are going to go into it. Most everybody gets one. So we will uh, talk about that on the next pod. 
and uh, I will start my applications for my new girlfriend uh, very, very soon. So you guys have a great week. I'll talk to you on Bonus Pod later on. Till then, peace out. <laughs>